2: One pick in the NHL draft with the minute can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. See team make them need to run. Every trash, the MT for short. Sure. Wonder if we best, what you peep the score up at the crack and dawn. Top stories of the morning while you yawning. Grab your coffee, rise to shine with 98.7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from
0: your favorite teams. Got David Rick making plenty of picks. It's rule 76.
3: Oh, well, hello. Good morning. Friday, you've made it. February the 3rd, 2023. DiPietro and Rothenberg with you, 98.7 ESPN. So much to do. We'll get into the football, of course. We start with the NBA. We've got the final two super boxes to give away in the super box bonanza. Today's a very special 15 year anniversary. Of a very important sports moment before we get to any of uh, any of it we go to a great man the one the only Rick D.P.H.O. Hello! Good morning Rick good morning
4: David how you doing this morning buddy it's Friday last day of Superbox I'm a little dis- I'm a little depressed
3: I'm, well I'm I'm very depressed for a reason other than this is the last uh, week of Superbox.
4: Well, tell me what's 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 on your mind? Was it the right. fact that you only ate eleven hundred calories yesterday? No, is that it? a
3: little more than eleven hundred. Had had some beautiful raisins involved with dinner, <laughs> though.
4: Now, you can't bring up raisins on the show anymore after Raisin Gate in the bread. We can't talk about it.
3: Uh, that's that's a fair point. I, I don't. What I don't understand from this show is why I can't just be truthful without getting destroyed. Like how many calories did you have yesterday? About eleven hundred. Oh my god! And then and then I just get destroyed, destroyed in the no one did meeting. Know. Not no,
4: de- no, no one destroyed you. We were we're concerned. No one's concerned. If Very I dro- concerned. if I
3: drop down at Ugh. at ten twelve, you're like ah, that's fine. The no. only thing that concerns you is I don't make it till ten. No, when you, you alm- about
4: no, when you almost choked yourself out the other day, I was concerned. I would have tried. I mean, I went down the, sh- the wrong
3: pipe. That had the- nothing to do with
4: the diet. Had brought- Listen, that's the first time it's happened ever.
3: Oh, Why no, would you again. lock
4: yourself into his fifth-year option if you don't even
3: <laughs> – Oh, my right. God. Are you all right? You carry.
5: You carry. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know what? Even in that moment where I wasn't getting the appropriate amount of oxygen, I still worried about you and the show. Yeah. Listen, the show must go on. The show must go on. And it's going to happen. Yeah. I'm like P.T. Barnum. <laughs> um, No football this weekend.
4: What What do you mean no football? We have
3: a beautiful stop, stop, flag please. football game. Please, p- honestly, please. No no football this weekend, and I, I am really sad about it. I'm I'm a little bit depressed about it, and I, I don't know what my Sunday's going to look like. Forget about not having anything on a Saturday. That I can get away with. Nothing on a Sunday? Sad. Very sad. You want to hang out? Okay.
4: Let's get together. Let's hang out.
3: All right. Let's make a plan. All right, good. What do you want to do? Plan something right now.
4: I can't plan it right now. What kind of plan would that be? I have to think about it. What, what would does that mean? Nice little fun activity.
3: Let's go. How about we uh, get together as a show unit Sunday? Raymond has no games. RJ's I'm sure, free. RJ, are you free?
2: I am free. I'm not sure Ray is, though.
3: What, what, why would Ray not be free? This Sunday? Yeah.
2: Yeah, Next play Saturday and Sunday.
5: Yeah.
3: Oh, they play Sunday too this weekend? Correct. Um, who are they playing on Sunday? Who are they playing on Sunday? I know they play the Clippers on Saturday. I don't know they played Sunday too. So you're out. I'm out. All right, great, then forget it, of course. We this man
4: staying. works way too hard. You work way too hard, Raymond. What
3: time is the Knicks game on Sunday? Knicks play at 6 o'clock against Philly. Beautiful. Brunch at Rick's. Brunch at Rick's. And then he's going to have to go all the way into the city? Well, What what, what do you care? Because I you care see for that Raymond. response? What do you mean? What do you, why, you care? Why do you care? If he's because I love, love and adore Raymond. All right, I've brunch in the city. Sunday, brunch in the city. Then That's he goes from city. the brunch straight to the garden. It's not a bad plan. I don't hate it. All right, let's go. All right, I don't hate it. All right, I can do it
5: if you will. Oh, look at
3: this. Look at things coming together. Is that going to happen? Because I know it's happen. Because I I know you you're going to be the one. Let's, let let no. Sunday brunch, New York City. You pick the place.
4: No, this is the day to do it. I told you, when Knicks win last night. I there's nothing nothing negative from me today. Nothing.
3: Not we're going to get nothing negative from you today. Nothing I, negative. I, I don't think you're going to be able to do that. Oh, I'll do it. I don't think you're going to be able to do it. Now I'm going to push through this,
4: and then I got the wedding this afternoon. I'm ready to go, buddy.
3: But by, by the way, do we, open Pandora, do we open Pandora's box here? or Do we not? <laughs> why? Why now? Well, because I just found out. Yeah, but can we wait a little bit? Yeah, we'll wait a little bit. That's right. that's, that's that's what we'll do. All right. So, what do you, what do you think about that Knicks game yesterday? I I know I know you, and I know deep inside you're sitting there like I can't. How do they do that? They lead by five with five seconds left, and, and the, the Heat get a pretty good look to win the game. How does that happen? But you promised that's a win. That's an important win. I don't know that Jimmy Butler's healthy, but you know what? You did it without, if not your best player, your second best player. I'll take it every day of the week from the Knicks.
4: Should be all-star is who you mean. Jalen Brunson should have been an Brunson, all-star. Right. Jalen Brunson should have been an all-star. Congratulations to Julius Randle. He deserves it, too. But Yeah, man, like it's it's never easy. And I guess if you want to, you know, pretend like, you know, important games against good teams, they're never easy, we can, but listen, they found a way. R.J. Barrett was aggressive, he was great, and they made it, I mean, there was guys contributed down the stretch, like, I like the fact that OB and Ducey, early in that fourth, uh, contributed Hartenstein, we gotta give him credit, but you went into that game, a, a very important game at home, against the team you're chasing without, you mentioned it, you're your best or second-best player, however you want to look at it, and find a way to win. So I'll take it.
3: That's right. This is a far cry from where you were after that Celtics win, but we'll take it. Now, no, nothing is easy. Let's just accept the fact that nothing is ever going to be easy with this team. And if you accept that, then maybe watching the games, which are like pulling teeth late stages, it makes it may, maybe, and I don't know, a little more palatable? Is that is that fair to say? No. No, it doesn't it make doesn't, it easier.
4: It's still, no, it was still – I I just promised. The only reason I'm not being is because I promised
3: I wouldn't be. But it's is just... no no no. But last time you came out and like the the thing you took away from the game yes. was negative. I don't feel like you're the same level of negative. I think I think today would be more analysis than it was just screaming at anybody that had a different take. Than you. So I no no. I feel like you're a you're an improved a new and improved version of yourself right now.
4: I think you're right. I think you're right. But I also understand the circumstances too, right? Like I mean, Jalen Brunson is. Is critical to this team's success, and unfortunately, he didn't play. And they found a way; guys stepped up. R.J. Barrett stepped up, right? And you, I mean, a- again, listen, the Heat are a good team; they're a good defensive team. Bam Adebayo was awesome yesterday, right? I mean, He's the, terrific. Lo- the look you mentioned, Tyler Hero that's a that's a legitimate look to win that game. And I would have been beside myself. And that's there. That
3: I mean, him and Strews are the two best shooters, right? And on the final two possessions, you gave Stroess a, wi- a, I mean, a wide open, clean look at a three. He hits it. You turn it over immediately when Randall falls down. Oh. And how they ever called a foul on that is is unbelievable to me. And then Hero, and there were two guys over near him. That was a pretty clean look from him too. That was a good look. Could you could you imagine no. what the show would be like today if he had made that shot? I wouldn't have shown up.
4: I would have had. I probably would have had one more margarita and then said, you know what, sick day, can't do it.
3: I would have carried for you.
4: I know you would have. That's why I would have been okay. Just you know what? I can't, I can't. It's just it's not. It's not conducive to my health if I have to go in and talk about this tomorrow.
3: Do Do you think? And I say this kind of tongue in cheek, but I I don't understand because it happens every time. Do you Do you think they work on late game situations? Like you think in practice, they have to. I, I, but Rick, <laughs> they have to. It look. It looks like they've never seen any of this stuff before.
4: What what are you trying to do right now? Are you trying to incite me?
3: No, I'm it's trying like to have a discussion. Me, it's like it's you different, want me to be negative. I'm not trying to make you negative. I'm trying to honestly assess the game. Last time you came in from negative town, that's where you, like you you you're like I just got off the plane. Oh, where'd you come from? <laughs> negative town. This time I think it's very different. This time it's like I think you're being well behaved, but you have to address the elephant in the room. So I'm giving you carte blanche. We need to you need to discuss the final few seconds of the game. You, we need to discuss that you know, why RJ Barrett I'm sorry, who, he's too important to your team, he's too important to your future. He should be involved late game in every single game. He cannot be benched in the late stages of a close game.
4: I don't disagree with you, but I also listened to Tibbs afterwards, and Tibbs I mean, Tibbs said he didn't feel like RJ gave them the best chance in that moment, so he we went with he went with the lineup that we saw, and he knew that RJ Barrett would would bounce back. Like that's one of the that's one of the special things about RJ. Is he doesn't sit and mope like he takes it as a challenge and he showed up last night and he was he was really good for them last night.
3: Yeah, but he regardless of how, how he is as a player and whether he's lived up to what you've hoped he would live up to, he's still a matchup nightmare. You saw it late stages of the game when he takes the ball to the basket. You well, need- I think
4: but here's the thing though, I think it's different though when you have Jalen Brunson in the lineup though. When it's him, Jalen Brunson, and Julius Randle, but like, it's just it's it's a different kind of look than it is when when one of those three doesn't play. right? Like I mean, Jalen Brunson dominates the ball when he plays. No,
5: you're right. Julius Randle
4: right. dominates the ball. So, But it's again, not, I mean, here's the thing. It's not easy. And,
3: and, and you're, you're right. I mean, having Brunson, not having Brunson, you, you, need, you need him to be on the court. But from my viewpoint, I need my best players on the court at the crunch time. And he should be, if he's not, too good to not play. Ipso facto, every final five minutes of a game in overtime, I want Barrett on the court. And plus I I want to see what this kid is in those big moments.
4: No, I don't think you're wrong, but I mean what you're saying is that is that kind of the problem though? Is that he he hasn't he hasn't gotten to that level yet. Cuz you're right. Like he should be at a point now where like you don't even think twice about it. Like your best lineup always has him in it. Like okay, let's go with our best five, and his name is always in there. Like just right. like Julius Randle's would be and Jalen Brunson's would be.
3: Right? Could you imagine? Could you imagine? And I guess, and, and this is kind of upsetting too. We're not at the point where R.J. Barrett, like even if he's not having a great game down the stretch of an important game, is not on the court in a close game. Like, could you imagine if you woke up the next day and that was either Brunson or Randle? People would lose their minds.
4: Of course, of course. But again, I mean, this is. This is something we've talked about since the season started, and why I think there's a level of frustration from me and from you and from Knicks fans because it feels like we're just stuck right here in the middle.
3: Well, we are. Well, how do we
4: How do we move our way up?
3: I I don't know. I mean, and and the, the old you know belief is that well, you just wait till that that guy becomes available. Well, that guy was available. You didn't get him. I don't know who the next guy to become available is. And meanwhile, you're you're mired in this. I mean, maybe not mediocrity, but yeah, I, I guess that's that is true. I mean, you're mired in mediocrity is what you are right now. You, you're you're nowhere near being good enough to compete for anything, and you're nowhere near being bad enough to compete for the elite players that are going to come out in this draft.
4: Yeah, it's weird. You know what it is? Because it's like, you know, the Giants, you know, had a, and I think you said this a couple different times. I think you asked me the question: is is it better when you have no expectations and your team surprises you? I think it is. And I think you said you, you, you believe that. I and do. And then, you know, they go on this run where, you know, they they win a playoff game and then you're not heartbroken when they lose to the Eagles because you really didn't expect any of this. It's a different feel with this team, though, because, I mean, when you look at when you watch this team play and you look at the names and you say to yourself, it's a, it's a good team. It, it's a good team. It should be, you know, somewhere between, you know, six and whatever. And then you realize when you kind of take a step back and we're at this point of the season, you're like, Okay, but well what does that, what does that exactly do for us? Like in the grand scheme of things, okay, we're sixth. But then you look at the teams you'll play in the first round of the playoffs, and you're like, yeah, but you, you're not good enough to beat them. You're not good enough to beat them. You're not nope. good enough to beat them. So yeah, you're, like,
3: you're not. I mean, definitively, you're you're not winning a first round playoff series.
4: Unless somehow you find a way to get to five, it feels like.
3: You think they're going to get to five?
4: No, probably not. But they, I mean, that's the that would be the spot.
3: Which would be who then? Cleveland.
4: If somehow you found a way to get to five, well, it could be. I mean. It gives you the it, that keeps you away from the top three teams is the point yeah right, right. now um, four would play five so if you if you somehow got to five you'd play Brooklyn in the first round
3: and and if Brooklyn's healthy you think you beat them
4: I don't know but I would like to see I'd like to find out
3: be a good matchup for the city that's for sure great matchup but I I would be hard pressed to think they win that game
4: no me too but I think it's a better chance to do that uh, beating them than beating Boston Milwaukee or Potentially the Sixers. Yeah,
3: I agree. I agree. All all in all, though, I mean, pretty good effort last night, right? These games. First of all, the Heat. I don't think Jimmy Butler was healthy.
4: No, he was not. He he uh, looked
3: like a a shell of himself. Second of all, the Heat are, whatever whoever we play, be it you know Boston or Cleveland or Milwaukee. Can it please not be Miami? I do not want to sit through a best of seven series against that. That is that is boring.
4: Yeah, but that's how they play. I mean, that's what. uh, That's why they're. I mean. They're a consistent team because you know what to expect whenever you play them.
3: Oh, I don't. I don't blame them. I mean, if that's if that's what gives you your best chance to win, they should do it. I'm just saying, as a fan of the game, as a fan of the team, the last thing I want is a best of seven like that because that's boring basketball to me.
4: Dude, I'll take boring. I'll take run whatever as long as we win. I, I want to play whatever team gives me the best chance to to win a series. That's it.
3: Well, I don't. I I don't. Know I don't it's. care. Truth is, I don't. I don't. I, it's probably Cleveland, but I don't. But I don't know who it is.
4: But I don't. What I'm saying is, I don't care what kind of what yeah, kind of basketball I have to sit through. It could be a five hour game. I don't care. Just as I long understand. as we win.
3: Right, well, the, the next one, and that's our jumping off point this morning. And we haven't really done a lot of oh yay Knicks win, but they did. And let's let's lead with that, right? R.J. Barrett made some some good plays. Um, they found. I guess the best thing to say, and this is this is really what you say almost every time, is they found a way to win the game. That's that's who the Knicks are. They did they play well down the stretch? No, they found a way to win the game.
1: Thanks for listening to the DPetro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want.
4: Woohoo! Over here.
1: Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts.
3: I mean, really, it's like you talk about all about you. Not you. I like it. I don't know why no. you'd be
4: negative about it.
3: I just think I, I think that the people would agree with me. Well, they'll say it then, so well, they can that, they, they can agree or disagree. I don't even have to say who it is. But that you are going and officiating, if I'm not mistaken, right? Officiating a one PM wedding on a Friday? One PM on a Friday, baby. So what they're saying is your work matters none to us, and you will show up at this wedding at one o'clock on a Friday.
4: I think what they're saying is is we want to give you the opportunity to have a, a wonderful 3-day weekend is what it is.
3: No, it's it's wild. It, it is unheard of, it's unprecedented and it's wild is what it not is. Not
4: only not only am I officiating this beautiful wedding. Uh-huh. I was given a gift last night at the rehearsal dinner. I have a beautiful and I should have brought it, I should have brought it with me. You beautiful got a toiletry bag. No, no, no. Oh. I have a Rev Rick sash
3: to wear know,
4: around, to wear around my shoulders.
3: Well, you got a knapsack.
4: No, it's not a knapsack. I wear it to officiate you, the wedding. What do you mean? It's oh, like,
3: you, you mean like it's like a drapery? Yes. Oh.
4: Around the neck, it drapes down over the suit. And it says Rev Rick. It's gorgeous. Really?
3: Then what oh. happens if it doesn't go with your, your outfit?
4: No, it does, though. Father. It does, though.
3: It, it does? It matches perfectly. Oh, that's nice. Now, here's the thing. Will that be part of your staple moving forward?
4: I think it has to be, yeah.
3: When you perform the weddings. Right. You did a nice job with RJ's I'll tell you that thank you outside of you let it start like exactly when it was called
4: no no but listen RJ was calling me 500 times because I got stuck in traffic because it was a motorcycle accident you couldn't it was it was gridlock You couldn't move he's like where are you and I finally showed up like 15 minutes early to have a drink with him in the in the bridal suite and then he said as soon as that clock hit that time he said we're going we're
3: going." To hell with any, to, to hell with anybody else. You know what? These people who do their weddings, they they don't care about anybody else.
4: Well, because it's it's their day,
3: Dave. No, you know what? No, you know why? You know why you're wrong? Because <sighs> Alex's bar mitzvah is coming up in September, right? And originally they wanted us to do it Labor Day weekend, and we said no, we will not do it Labor Day weekend because that's selfish of us. Because what happens if people want to go away Labor Day weekend? Now we've saddled them with this bar mitzvah they have to go to. So it's the weekend after Labor Day weekend. But not your wedding. Your wedding Friday at 1. So if you want to come to my wedding is what these people are saying. You got to, You have to take off work on Friday. Right. That, that's, a, that's a
4: big ask. Yeah, you love us. You take Friday off. Enjoy your three-day weekend. Shut your mouth. And also realize that not everyone has the kind of money you have to just be thrown around willy-nilly. What What do you mean? I, I would imagine a one o'clock wedding on a Friday is probably not as expensive as, as some other time. Why not
3: have it in the middle of the night? Why not just like <laughs> we're going to do it four a? No, like like we'll we'll call the ceremony for two a.m. and then we'll start the whole party at three, and then it'll be a, and then we'll watch the sun come up together. That'd be the wedding.
2: I got to tell you, that'd be great for our hours. Right.
3: <laughs> Except you'd have to leave early. No, you, we'll do you, the show. Archie, you can go to the that wedding.
2: wedding. Uh, you're right. I have, I have to be typing up the rundown at the reception. Live from the wedding,
4: we do the show. Will be great.
3: Live from the wedding, but I'm telling you, you, you get married one o'clock on a Friday afternoon. You're just you're you're so screaming. Live. I don't care about you. Yeah, I but am I think you're missing. All about I, me. I,
4: but here's the thing, though. I think you're missing the bigger point, which is the beauty of wedding at one. That thing is done about one thirty, and now we have the rest of the day. We're day drinking. I mean, this is perfect.
3: Wait, wedding is it, one. It's done by one thirty.
4: Yeah, ceremony's done by. Oh, one. ceremony easy done by one thirty. Yeah, easy done by one thirty.
3: You're gonna pass out tonight.
4: Uh, I will not. Gonna, I'm not gonna make it. Through you tonight.
3: will not. There's no way you see nine o'clock tonight.
4: Uh, yeah, there's better, no, there is. No I better way. see nine o'clock. I better.
3: I I just hope that you're not inebriated when you're doing the nuptials. No, I've learned my lesson on that one. Wait, you've been drunk when you've done nuptials Accident- before? Accidentally. How do you acci- – oh, oops, I accidentally <laughs> got drunk. How does
4: that happen? Because I tried to calm my nerves. I was nervous. It was one of the first ones I did. I was nervous. So I had I had a, a drink that was right, pretty a drink is.
3: I think a drink is fine.
4: Yeah, but I hadn't eaten anything. So by the time I got on, this, on the ready-to-go, it hit me in the face. And I was like, oh, my goodness, this was a mistake. But I battled, yeah. found my bearings, went right. Right, right through
3: it. Great. One I'm sure, and and this is going to be true. And I want you to re- report back next week if people are annoyed. It's one o'clock. On no,
4: a no one is annoyed. Yeah, everyone is will. happy. No, everyone is happy. Everyone they needed a little break. It's a little mini vacation. They love it.
3: Yeah, they will be. They won't. Ha- they won't be happy.
4: No, they will be happy. Everyone. Everyone last night was happy.
3: Yeah, because they, they don't know what they're in store for. One o'clock on a <laughs> is, is you got a dress for this thing, or is it at least casual? I you know I have to wear a suit? No, not you. Not you. You're performing it, but the other people in attendance, you got to dress up for this thing. Well,
4: yeah. I mean, you have to look so nice. you have given like me that.
3: a non-casual time, <laughs> uh, right? A non-dressing time, but it's but I have to dress now. Yeah. Well, these people are amazing.
4: Yeah, it's a. I'm sure it's like a business casual. I don't think it's on a black tie. Uh,
3: can you wear like khakis and a button-down shirt?
4: Well, here's the thing though. I, the ceremony's at one. I don't think they've. Uh, that's not a priority. For for people to have to come to the ceremony, why? Because they because if people have to work, they said you can work and then you can come to the.
3: Well, how can you how can you work afterwards? and then be there by one thirty?
4: Well, the party's not till later.
3: Oh, what time's the party? The
4: party's not till later. So, so what are have,
3: you talking about? That it's a monetary issue. It's not a monetary issue. Um.
4: Uh, no. Well, I think just because of the time of the when the party starts, though. So I don't The know.
3: party's like a five o'clock party, right? It is. Oh! Oh, It is at five. So wh- now I'm confused. Why are the nuptials at one? Being serious. Why? why are I they think at that one? was
4: the only time they could get the place that they want to have the nuptials oh, at. That was okay. the only time I
3: think. All right. Now I understand. And and now it's a, nice, it's, it's, it's a
4: lengthy. It's a nice drive to the
3: place. It wasn't explained properly by you or at all. Really? Um, I probably not.
0: Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team. Thanks
1: for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN.
3: This. It's DiPietro and Rothenberg. You are officiating a 1 p.m. wedding on a Friday. So what they're saying is your work matters none to us, and you will show up at this wedding at 1 o'clock on a Friday.
4: I think what they're saying is we want to give you the opportunity to have a wonderful three-day
3: weekend is what it is. It is unprecedented. They don't care about anybody else. This. Is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Why not have in the middle of the night? Call the ceremony for 2 a.m. And then we'll start the whole party at 3. And then, and then we'll, we'll watch, watch the, sun the sun come up, up together. together. On 98.7 98.
2: ESPN.
3: Oh, the big 7 o'clock hour. DiPietro Rothenberg with you, 98.7 ESPN. You don't know who I'm roasting. You don't know what I'm roasting. You don't know where I'm going at 7.45 this morning. I thought I knew
4: now I'm concerned that I
3: don't. Yeah, because I might have new I might have new roasting options by the minute here on a Friday. I think I knew who you were originally going to roast. How about that? Well, there are many candidates, many candidates to wind up as my f- initial redo of the morning roast. You better come out on fire. Don't tell me how I better at be. 745. Why? Because the because the people deserve it. Oh, oh do, do you have a good roast this morning? It's all right. So that's not exactly... Uh, I haven't uh, been pumping my roast up the entire show like you have. I haven't been pumping my roast up. Yeah, you I have. Said I, Did I, all I said is I have it. I didn't say it's going to be great. It, might, it probably will suck. No, I don't care if it's... Uh, listen, it may not be a good roast, but I, the energy doesn't have to suck. The energy oh, can I be can, great. I can, I can fake energy, yes. Come on. I, I said the... That, <sighs> <laughs> so I can do that. Yeah, all I'm saying
4: is is give me the what I need, which is the full Rothenberg experience. <laughs>
3: Are you singing this morning, by the way? I'll sing. I was told if the Knicks got a win, you would sing. That's
4: a big win. I'll sing.
3: Just tell me who's going to sing. Uh, I don't know. Guys, what do you think you'd like them
0: to sing this morning? Take out the E City.
4: I do like that. I gotta get ready because I think I'm going karaoke tonight, too, at the wedding, so. Oh, of course you are.
3: They're having karaoke.
4: I can't get another love babe. <laughs> No, I don't think it's going to be karaoke per se, but I think at some point I'll probably steal the microphone and because so, your linebacker situation
2: isn't very good. Uh, did you hear the tone, though? What? They're having karaoke at their wedding? Well,
3: yeah, that would be strange, no?
2: Uh, it, it would be different, but I, listen, it's their day. You you are out. You couldn't be more out on this wedding.
3: Well, yeah, no, this wedding has me frustrated. From this is the, why
4: he's not invited, because he, he could have been invited, but I said no. That's it fine.
3: Because <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't want to go to a 1 o'clock on a Friday wedding. Yeah, you would. And, and then sing karaoke.
4: No, you don't have to sing karaoke. It's uh, I'm figuring at some point I'll probably sing tonight. Good.
1: Fucking sunshine. sunshine. Woo!
3: They wish they had me singing at this wedding. You wish. You, you're going to wish you were at this wedding. No. I have zero desire to be going to this wedding.
4: Bum, bum, bum. I'm going to send you beautiful pictures of all Good. the, the I don't food think you, and I don't think desserts.
3: I don't think you will. I will. They'll probably get like half eaten crustaceans. That's what they'll no, serve.
4: No one wants half. Why would the fr- they have half? Fr-
3: because fr- it's Friday at 1. Oh. They'll probably give grilled cheeses that have been, you know, nibbled on by the prior wedding party. Multiple cream cheeses. Le- you know what you're going to get? You're going to get leftovers from last night. I can't wait to go to this bar mitzvah, and I'm going to criticize everything about it. The bar mitzvah is going to be class. It's on a Saturday night, and it's right. classy. Okay. Classy. I'll, I'll be the one to make the. RJ, discussion. you were at the first bar mitzvah. Tell
2: them. It was so fancy. I actually wondered. They can't all be like this, can they? That's that's how much of Dave's. Well, I'm not going to say his immense wealth he he put in, but his wealth. I mean, he he's wants close, it. Yeah, he, he wanted us to know how you know where it comes from. Yeah, no, I, I
3: wanted it to be a memorable day. I didn't no, want to. Oh, I mean, let's let's have a one
2: o'clock. No, a, a memorable a day. day. Would have been a, a a really solid venue with a good meal and a good time and good people. I got I got Pete. Oh, Alonso. stop! I it. Got, Nobody
3: wants solid time. I it got. Is, you sound like you're talking about like a, an AA sponsor.
2: No, I'm talking about the 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 average human, the average you know the average Joe. That's who I represent. And I got Pete Alonso talking to me on video. Of Saquon Barkley. I mean, it was you were you were flaunting it out there. You put it right uh, on the fireworks, table. Fireworks? You know, I
3: heard. Uh, it was not some fireworks. Pyrotechnics, yeah. It was pyro? It was pyrotechnics? That's right. You need a licensed professional for that. That's exactly what we needed. We we hired a gruchy.
4: <laughs> yeah, but this is, you see, here's the problem, RJ. This wedding is about the couple and celebrating the couple. That that bar mitzvah was about Dave pulling it out and showing no, everyone it's not how much about money he had. That's <laughs> no, all No,
3: see, this is, you couldn't be more wrong. You whipped it out and you no, said, couldn't look at more, how much money I made. Couldn't be more make. wrong. Just shows you how you don't know me at all. We sat down with Ben and said, Ben. We'll go on any trip you want. We'll take you anywhere you want. He said, I really want the party. This was not about us. This was about him.
2: So, yeah, but you would have went on the trip also. No. Like, hey, should we throw this this rager of a party or do you want to go to, I don't know, Australia for that's, a that's week? That's right. For a week.
3: That's uh, 100%. That that is kind of flaunting, and though. you also That's not flaunting anything. Do you understand the magnitude of a of a young man becoming a, a, a an actual man? The bar mitzvah experience is a big deal.
2: I think you're just re, you're just re flaunting it right now. It's not re
3: flaunting anything. You know what the thing is? You guys have no. You're so locked in in your in your little you know anti careful I, I now. anti careful Jewish now. bubble is what you're locked in on. Wow. What do you
4: mean? I came out of the the Florida bar mitzvah. I'm I'm locked in. I know what it's all about. I I, don't think you do. What?
2: (laughs) I'm not. I'm not knocking the bar mitzvah whatsoever. If if I remember correctly, I was the only one there. However, I'm just going. That's right.
5: Raymond didn't go. Listen, I Rick didn't go. I regret not going. Rick didn't go. I
2: I was told it was a fantastic event, and it sounds like it was. All I I regret. All I can do is report back on what I saw. You're taking it uh, negatively. It's just, what I saw was one of the most uh, astounding evenings that, that's ever been put together.
3: Did, did you have a great time? Great time. Oh, okay, so you know what? You left, and years later, you remember having a great time. That, was, that, that, that means was, that we won. That
2: was like three years ago now. Exactly that. All you right, just this portion of the show drew by the
3: old American Board was, oh,
5: Hang out a second! <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Roasted.
3: What about me doing a read make, means nothing to you?
4: <laughs> I don't know when you're going to start slipping in reads. We're having a conversation. You just All right, go. fine. Con- conversate.
3: <laughs> conversate, really? No, finish your read. Come on. You sure? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. All right. This portion of the show <laughs> is driven by the All-American Ford Auto Group, the number one volume Ford Group in the Northeast. Huge locations in Paramus, Hackensack, Oldbridge, and Point Pleasant. Shop allamericanford.net. That's allamericanford.net. Net. All right, why did you steamroll me? What you have to say?
4: No, I wasn't trying. You steamrolled me. I think RJ left the Bar mitzvah, and the first thing he said is this man has no respect for money at all.
3: That's not. You he no not respect say that.
4: But you had pyro. You had I mean there
3: was a donut wall. It was just it was too much. Well, how how much do you think a donut wall costs? It's I, just it's just a, a cool lot. thing that you remember a lot. Yeah, yeah.
2: They, but they weren't like, you know, your casual glazed donuts. donuts. These were exquisite donuts. They exquisite. were exquisite. They were Dunkin donuts.
4: Those weren't Dunkin donuts. Stop. Yeah. Uh, please. <laughs>
3: first of (laughs) all you weren't there i paid the bill they were dunkin donuts he's horrified (laughs) he's considering jumping through the screen and assaulting you i mean it's unbelievable the lack of respect you go to your your half-eaten cheese sandwiches from last night wedding today and i'll show you how to put on a party when we get to So disrespectful get to september yeah you'll flaunt it because it's all about you no because we save money that's what we do and we, you save we save money. We say we appropriately p- have been putting money away for years so that we could have the party that Alex deems necessary when we get to September. This
2: is this is where you're dangerous because you don't realize what you're doing. What am I doing? Like you've accused Ray of doing. You just now accuse the people that Rick will be marrying in, <laughs> yes. like f- in five hours of either poor earners or poor no, savers. They're poor
3: savers. <laughs> no, they're obviously <laughs> obviously. I mean, every little girl dreams about a wedding when she's little, now, except for this lady. <laughs> Who's this, gonna have um, one, one o'clock on a Friday afternoon? Window?
2: I mean you're, you're one step away from just saying, you know, let's just let's do this out at the park and hit Wendy's after and call it a day.
3: <laughs> I figure they might just give you breadcrumbs.
5: A little
2: picnic.
3: And, and, and like like pickles that you would get from the deli when you get your sandwich.
5: <laughs> probably still more calories than you would intake, though.
2: Yeah, you'd be you'd fit right in. A couple of raisins. I think what you don't see though, this is their way of saving. I mean, they're they're probably cost cutting by 70 percent.
3: Oh, I'm sure they are. Good for them. Well, <laughs> yeah, as opposed the, the, to spending the, the, all the money that you saved gone. The, the stain in this man's voice. That's why you save the money. It looks the money down is being saved specifically for the bar mitzvah.
4: Yeah, but then it's gone though. Right. Yeah, but you have spent but, it all. All the money right. you saved gone.
3: So these people are going to go right down the middle. They're going to half-ass it. Oh. We're, not, we're not going to spend any money, and we're not going to put on a good party as well. Look, look oh.
4: down upon these plebes. <laughs> this, this is the nastiest thing he's ever done in the show.
3: This, you know it's true. You, you know your father-in-law feels the exact. Same you know way. he's listening. God, yeah, and you know that he's listening, being like he's right.
2: You would respond. Dave <laughs> would respond to the to the invitation. It, it, you know where it says. Uh, um, we'd love to be there. I can't, you know. Unfortunately, can There's I make no
3: it? way? They said that like a hard invitation. This is an e- this is an email invitation.
2: What do you think? <laughs> it's like a text. No, it, no. I'm sure it's like they, yeah. It might have been a group text. Like, hey, listen, <laughs> <laughs> February third. Goodness.
3: Uh, we we'd like to have you if you, if you're free. We'll do. Uh, we're thinking about like a one o'clock kind of thing. Can you make it? <laughs>
2: You're a bad guy.
5: How am I? Because you word. know it's true. I know where RJ's going. He check the box and say, "Oh, this is beneath me. Dave, I will Dave, not be Dave, coming."
2: David cross it out, write his own box, say, "This is beneath me. <laughs> no, Plan better next time."
3: I would not say this is beneath you're, me. I would just say, "Sorry, I, I." Some of us work during the day. Your poor savers <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> don't take out your poor saving habits on me. That's right. I'm not coming. That's right. You've I'm half
3: asked You've half asked this. I'm out. There will be no gift. Yeah, right. Nothing. No, I would give a gift. Obviously, they're desperate for the gift.
2: Oh. <laughs> See, you're just throwing grenades into the room. Rick's gonna have to deal with this in like a couple hours. That's what makes it so. I'm fun. gonna have to address. I'm gonna have to dress the
4: wedding before I officiate it. <laughs> my partner's sorry for everything he said this morning. I'm not
3: sorry for anything. I know you're
4: all you, this. You I apologize for nothing. I apologize.
5: Feel better in my takes here. How could you apologize for a man who's not sorry in the slightest? Not even a little bit.
4: My father-in-law was telling everyone, you got to listen to the show tomorrow. Rick's on before the wedding. You should listen
5: to it. Now I'm going to have to deal with all this mess The bride, The bride's going to be a wreck when she hears about this.
4: What have yeah, you done? I'm, I'm stepping into, I don't even know what I'm going to be stepping into, because I'm going to go right from here to go to the wedding, and it's just going to be a nightmare.
3: Yeah, it's not going to be great for you.
4: Everyone loved Dave up until, up until this day.
3: That's fine. Listen, I speak the truth. And You know that <laughs> everyone out there listening is like, he's right. I don't know if everyone yeah, out there is think thinking so. that. A, a Friday 1 o'clock wedding. No, I it's mean, a ceremony. On. It's the ceremonies it at one. Doesn't matter. It's unheard of. <laughs> it is un, un, unless it was a holiday, and then you could get away with it. It's all your right. own
4: holiday now, though. She created your own holiday.
3: W- w- what was your own?
4: It's her, it's our holiday now. It's a three day weekend. Stop it. it's you
3: gorgeous. can't force people to take a day off work. It's selfish. Ugh. I understand. It's fine. You don't. I do. She's all about her. No.
4: You've just torched the poor woman in her whole wedding.
3: No, I think it'll be a great wedding. <laughs> I do. I think it'll be. I think it'll be fun. I oh, wish her no, nothing but luck and happiness in her. In oh, her life. thank you. I'm sure yeah. she's,
4: she'll be happy that you said
3: that. Well, she's going to certainly come out in the on the, the green in this <laughs> wedding. Though. The black. She's gonna like. <laughs> we we, we spent how much per plate? We got how much money as presents? <laughs> Everyone should do this one o'clock scam.
2: See, think they're running a Ponzi scheme. <laughs>
3: <Yes>. <laughs> I, I don't know. Ponzi is the appropriate word, but there's something going on here. <laughs>
4: How about he goes enjoy your half-eaten cheese
5: sandwiches? Bread <laughs> <laughs> crumbs. You know they're going to repurpose he said you're last serving bread, bread
3: that get eaten. <laughs> your half-eaten cheese sandwiches. Can we get to the uh, Julian Love sound from yesterday? Well, yes. Are you done? Are you uh, done crushing the wedding? I'm done. Right. I'm ready to get. spent twelve with
5: minutes it. doing so.
3: Uh, Julian Love was on Good Morning Football on the NFL Network and said, "Nick Sirianni, he's not so good. Anybody." could coach this team.
6: You know, he's a guy who really is doing a good job because he's not getting his in the way of his team. He has an experienced roster from top to bottom, offense, defense. You see this stuff, though? Like, like what's your reaction as a player and that guy's doing that? I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it at all. I mean, he's he's in for a free ride right now. You guys can coach this team and you can succeed. <laughs>
1: all
3: right, you might not appreciate what he said because you think that it's not what players are supposed to say, but what that he said do you not agree with? Most talented roster in the NFL, bar none, and the guy acts like a jackwagon on the sidelines every single week. Agree
4: with the jackwagon take, but he fell right into the trap. He fell, they played that perfectly. Which is what, that anybody could coach this team? They got what they wanted, yeah. I mean, listen, I don't like the guy, but I think there is something to be said for what he's done with Jalen Hurts. I do.
3: You know I what? Hate, I, I you're, hate you're how he acts. I didn't even think about that. See, this is how open I am to y- your takes. Is I didn't really think about that, and and was on the exact other side. But now that you make mention of it, I think it's a fair point. He has taken Jalen Hurts from being a an average quarterback to being one of the elite quarterbacks in football now.
4: Yeah, MVP. Like until he got hurt, he was right there for the MVP, and I'm sure he'll still get votes. But yeah, like you got to take that into account too. He just listen. I hate that as a player. If I'm on the other team watching Nick Sirianni act the way he acts and it's all great when they're winning, like if once once Philly starts losing, that's going to be the the fans won't like it either. That'll get old fast, but he plays he plays the role to perfection. I was talking I told you I was hanging out with some Philly fans last night and I was like, "You can't like Sirianni, right?" And they're like, "Oh no, we love him."
3: They love him cuz he's him. their guy. Cuz what they pride themselves on being like the, the unmentionables, right? They're the like worst. this. The a fan base that you, I mean, you have players' wives saying, we're, "We're never going back there." Like they love the fact that they're unlikable to that extent. So they rally it, around it. They rally around it. So of course they're going to love that guy because he's one one of he. And you know what? Good for him because he plays it like a fiddle. He plays exactly what they want. He feeds them every single week with these antics,
4: and his team likes it. They buy into it. So, listen. Good for them. They're in the Super Bowl. But I, mean, I hate it watching him on the sidelines. Drives me nuts. Because he 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 looks like he's a jerk. Uh well, yeah, that's how he's acting, man. I mean, he's he, he reminds me of um he, he reminds me of the bowler that does all the uh, what's his name? Is it Weber? Is it uh, Pete, RJ, Pete Weber? That that celebrates every time he hits the strike. I love that. He's he's hilarious to watch. But it's like he always knows where the camera is. His face is always in it. And he just, he, he, loves, he it. loves it. He loves
3: it. He loves being the center of attention. He absolutely loves it. And listen, if you're going to act like that, I think that you should expect people to go after you. I don't, but I think you're right. I mean, to say anybody could coach this team. But I think what he said is accurate, that this is the most talented team on paper in the entire league.
4: Yeah, I don't disagree with that. No, we talked about that a bunch. I mean, he's them. It was the Niners. But yeah, listen, I mean, he's, he's done a good job with this team. I just don't think it's fair to him to say that he, he could just, he's on a free ride because I think he's done a good job with Jalen Hurts.
3: Yeah, I think you're probably right. I think you're probably right. And I think people don't want to hear it because he's just that unlikable.
0: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE that's the number eight s-a-v-e go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you again try jets signature eight corner pizza and get five dollars off with code eight save that's the number eight s-a-v-e jets pizza better because it has to be another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help
1: I think they're listening to me.
4: They're everywhere. Game. I know you're
1: here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want.
4: Woohoo!
3: Over here.
1: Just subscribe to us. Rate us and review us wherever you get your podcasts.
3: So, the Eagles were none too happy with what um Julian Love had to say about their antic Laden head coach. You want to hear how Brandon Graham responded to this whole thing? I do, yeah. All right, here is um I think you can you can say star defensive end brandon graham responding to julian love
0: people always got something to say when they at home so they got some stuff to think about so i ain't really gonna touch too much on it i just know that coach sirianni what he did last year with a team that you know nobody thought was gonna do much you know he ended up getting us to the playoffs and then for his second year i mean that's what you're supposed to do you're supposed to get better you're supposed to bring players in to do exactly what you need them to do and we did that i mean he say anybody can coach the, this team, it's like, man, it don't matter because at the end of the day, it's on your GM and your president and people to be able to bring guys in and sign guys and have people want to come to this organization. So, I mean, man, it's a whole bunch of different factors other than just him talking about Coach Siriani. It's just, you know, a lot of people just mad because of what happened this season, I understand. But, I mean, it definitely carried no weight because Coach proved itself each and every day.
3: I, I love he's like, it carries no weight, but let me comment that on it for a minute and a half here.
0: Well, they
4: like him, man. I mean, I get, listen. It's, he's their guy, and he's he should right. Be he, their guy. They, and they play well for him. Yeah, dude. To to go where he. I mean, to start where he started, and he uses it as as a teaching tool for his team too. With that press conference, where it looked like he couldn't read. It was <laughs> great, and I think there was probably ninety ninety something percent of football fans and Eagles fans that watched that that press conference and said to themselves. Well, we made a bad we made a bad choice here. This guy's going to stink, and he's right. You know, takes the team to the playoffs, and then for me, the the biggest thing that he's done is take Jalen Hurts from what you saw last year to an MVP candidate this year. Like, I mean, he's the most improved player in the league.
3: Uh yeah, I think that goes without a doubt. Like he's, I he's, just don't if like, he doesn't get hurt, he's the MVP of the league.
4: Probably, yeah. I just don't like all the other extra stuff, which you don't need to do, but apparently he feels well, I think
3: like— the, ex- the extra stuff is what makes him incredibly unlikable. And when you put that bullseye on your back, guys are going to go after you. I'm sorry. Look, uh, Julian Love's not going after Andy Reid. He didn't, I mean, Julian loves. is a, a good guy. I, I don't think he'd go after anybody. They. They. I think that there's a genuine dislike around the league for this guy with players and fans because of the crap he pulls. And you know what? If he's comfortable with it, yeah, good for him. Because I think it's good. I think it's good for the league. Well, listen, I, if that's what you do, good for you. But there's going to be a day where teams are better than you, and you're going to get your comeuppance, and just realize that they're going to, you know, be up twenty-seven nothing on you, and and start, you know, pretending to go for two-point conversions and screaming and yelling and antics. It's like, do it. That's fine. I mean, if if no one can stop you, then go ahead and do it. I just think that there's a way to appropriately act, and it, it, to me, it doesn't feel like he acts like that.
4: No, I think that listen. It's a risky run. I, I told you that yesterday. It's one of the reasons why I didn't talk much trash because I just felt like I'm going to talk trash. I'm going to get scored on, and it's going to be you know thrown it's right blow back up in him. your face at some point. Right, which is probably going to happen, but if for the moment it's not. And he's he's embracing it, acting a, acting a fool. And I think it's good for the NFL. I love I love that we have somebody to hate. I like it.
3: Well, he's very unlikable, very very unlikable. Let's go to um, let's go to Purple Belt Mike. Purple Belt, you're on ninety ESPN.
5: What's up, guys? Shout out to the company. Um, yesterday, I was watching some stuff on um, NFL Network, and it said there was a report that Joe Douglas will go all out for Aaron Rodgers. So the
6: question is, what would be too much? Um, three
4: first-round picks would be too much.
3: How many? Three would be too no, much. No, that'd be, that would be a lot. For, yeah. for, for a two-year guy, you, you can't go three ones, can you? No, he
4: said, what would be too much? I said yeah. three first-round picks is way too much.
3: All right, so if I told you the Jets gave two ones and a three— you would say?
4: And that was it? It lob, we're done, deal's That's done? It. You're done. Two, yep. one.
3: This year's one, next year's one, and this year's three, you would say?
4: I would want to do next year's three.
3: Okay, but they. Th- you're going to let it hold up? You're going all in? You're hiring everybody that makes him happy? And they say, no, no, it's got to be this year's three?
4: No, he, no, it's obviously, I'm joking. Uh, yeah, What if it's that deal and that gets it done, I do it. Because, they. I mean, you asked me it yesterday, and I thought about it a lot after the show if Aaron Rodgers doesn't doesn't come to the Jets, if that mm-hmm. trade doesn't happen, and now all of a sudden we're sitting here talking about, you know, who the next option is and we still have Nathaniel Hackett. Oh, the God. phone calls that we're going to take.
3: Oh. And rightfully so.
4: I mean, they're not going to be like Jets fans are going to be cuz now beside, we're all beside we're, themselves. Yeah, but we're all worked up into a frenzy now. Especially I read that report, you you texted me that report yesterday. That Joe Douglas is telling everyone in the NFL that he's going, he's going to do whatever it takes to get Aaron Rodgers. Right?
3: Do you find it strange that he's telling everyone that he's going to do whatever it takes to get Aaron Rodgers? Firstly, it, it kind of feels like that by hiring everyone Rodgers likes. But why would you go around telling everybody that?
4: Uh, maybe it's to 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 show Aaron that they're all in on him. I don't know. I mean, it kind of it kind of hurts your leverage a little bit. But I mean, maybe he doesn't care because if they don't if they don't find a way to win now, it's it's not going to matter for him anyway.
3: So what what happens if the I mean because it sounds like Derek Carr is going to be wrapped up quickly. Well, he won't.
4: Quickly. He's not extending the. He, he's there's a story out. He's not extending the. Right, deadline. which
3: means he's going to be released.
4: Uh, most likely because he can he can veto any trade because he's got a no trade.
3: Right. So what happens if if you're the Jets and you miss out on Derek Carr? Now, I mean now you now you have to go absolutely all in for Aaron Rodgers.
4: I just wish that Aaron Rodgers would figure out whether he not whether or not he wants the. The play, I think that's or, or, probably God, or God
3: forbid, you're right, God forbid you miss out on Derek Carr, and then Rodgers, who could do this, wakes up one morning and is like, you know what, I think I'm done.
4: Well, it's for sure he's not going to San Francisco. They asked him on the T box yesterday. At the, I saw uh, that. And he's like, I'm not going to San Francisco. Uh, but he's, he's kind of made it sound like he's going to wait a couple weeks to decide one way or the other what he wants to do.
3: Yeah, but you couldn't see the Jets getting screwed he's in this not, whole process? Yeah, yeah.
4: Here, here's the thing, though. It doesn't sound like, from everything I've read, because now I, I, I mean, it's like I'm, I'm trying to find as much information as possible to, to make me believe that he's going to be a Jet, and the Pat McAfee stuff and everything else is that they're having talks in Green Bay now as to whether or not they want to keep him. And the more stuff you read, it sounds like they're now willing to, to walk away, because of you know the Packers the, are the Packers are willing yes. to walk away. Now the real question is, does Aaron Rodgers would he want to be a Jet for us? But more importantly, does he want to continue to play somewhere else? I would say the way that that season ended, the fact that he's talking about he can still play at an MVP level, Tom Brady just retiring. Does he want to go out the same year that Tom Brady just retired? Or is he someone that would prefer the shine to himself?
3: It's a good point. Do you want to be in, in Canton Hall of Fame ceremonies, you and Tom Brady, where you're clearly the second guy that day? Dude, you know
4: hey, you know that Aaron Rodgers doing those golf things when they do the uh the matches? Didn't didn't like standing next to Tom Brady because he he he's shorter than him.
3: Brady's a big guy.
4: Yeah, but so so I mean, this, you're right. Like so to that point, I mean, do you want to retire the same year as Brady and now have to go into Canton with Tom Brady?
3: Yeah, I don't I don't know that you do. Which may, maybe that kind of forces his hand and he comes back this year at a minimum. Mike in the car. Mike, good morning. You're on ninety eight seven.
5: Good morning. How are you?
3: What's going on, Mike? How are you, buddy?
5: Hey, Dave, hey, I don't often agree with your take. I think generally, you know, sometimes you can be uh, a little off base with a few things. All right. But I do have to agree with you on this four, um, one o'clock wedding on a Friday. Uh, the bride and groom are very selfish. It's all about them. <laughs> and uh, they clearly do not think about anyone else going, including you, Rick, who have to leave right after you get done with work and run over and, and uh, officiate a wedding.
4: I think we should really focus on my work ethic, really, though. That should be the, the real topic of conversation. Oh, you're a there.
3: tremendously hard worker. I that think, I think your work ethic is, is, is uncompromised and second to none. But I think it's fair to say, and, and Mike agrees, and I think the the masses would agree, that it's it's not nice to your guests to get married 1 o'clock on a Friday.
4: I think it's the perfect opportunity for everyone to get together for a three-day weekend is what I think. That's how I'm spinning this entire thing, and I'm embracing
3: Okay, it. okay. If, if that's what you need to sell yourself with, I'm going to stand behind you and tell you that that's, that's right. Good for you.
1: Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on
3: ESPN. It is now time for the morning roast. This, this is
2: why, this is why, this is why I'm hot.
3: Is the morning roast. All right, so Rick explained it. I'll explain it quickly. Anything on your mind? Anything that angers you, frustrates you, brings you to emotion? one 919 3776 Call and get it right off your chest. Right off your chest. Now, I don't want to speak for anybody of the four of us. Does anybody want to go first or do we want to start out with the callers?
4: Uh, I think that we could have one of us maybe kind of show them the way if we want to do that.
3: Uh, RJ, do you have a good one? I like it. Oh, uh, yeah, of course you do. All right, what do you got? What does that mean? I don't know. Okay. It was meant to be snarky, but I don't know why.
2: <laughs> it's just your, it's a reflex for I'm not I'm
3: not exactly sure what it meant. And you uh, know what? Yeah. I apologize for that.
2: Wow, thank you. That's, yeah. that's mighty of you. So, we've spent a lot of time, rightfully so, ripping the Empire State Building. Disgusting. Horrible decision. I will not pick the Empire State Building, but I do have another geographical... I don't know what you want to call this, but so in Chicago, you know how they have the bean. I think it's actually called Cloud Gate.
3: Love the bean. I bet you do. So I don't know what we're talking about.
2: (laughs) So, well, in Chicago, the bean—it's the landmark. It's the thing you walk up to. It's got the—it's made of I don't know whatever shiny material that is. You can see yourself very,
5: very reflective. You've never
2: seen it, Dave? I don't. Dave has a hard time finding it. Tower.
4: He has a hard time finding it. And there it is. Stop it.
2: That's a dollar. <laughs> Anyways, it's outside of the, the bean. Yeah, the bean.
5: Chicago. <laughs> As we wait for on me. the Google, Yuck. the cloud. Yeah, I'm on the Google. Anyways, uh,
3: nah, yeah, I've never seen that
2: thing. Well, it's, well, it's a thing. I promise. Oh, you maybe
3: I have. It does look somewhat familiar. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> outside it's of very the reflective.
2: That's yeah. The whole point. You can walk under it, take pictures. All yeah. I mean, we've all done it probably, aside from Dave, who doesn't go anywhere.
5: There's no way we've all done this. Seen? I've been to
2: the bean. Okay.
5: Yep. Uh, Raymond. I did go to the bean, yes, when I was in Chicago. Oh, then, and that's three for four. Marty, okay, then you're right.
2: Dave who doesn't go <laughs> I've been to
3: Chicago, but I, I mean, is the bean a, a new a new thing?
2: I don't think it's so. It's been there for a while. Dave who doesn't go west of New Jersey. Unveiled in two thousand four. Okay. Nineteen years. Longer than of any enjoyment. Of, longer than
5: any of us have been. All right, go ahead, RJ. Yeah. All
2: right, we've got side <laughs> So the person that developed that Sculpture, I guess you want to call it, was also asked to make something similar here in New York. Down now, I will say, not with the you know the common folks, but if you take a little stroll down in Tribeca, as of this week, at the bottom of a big new fancy residential skyscraper, you will see a New York version of Cloud Gate or the Bean. So, that led me to thinking, why are we ripping off other cities' monuments and, and sculptures now? Right in the same line of the Empire State Building, which apparently wants nothing to do with New York. It just wants to be the world's building. Are we, are we dimming ourselves to the point where we now need approval? Or need to solicit ourselves to other cities and their sports teams? Or other cities and their sculptures? To feel relevant in the things that we build or the buildings we light up? What are we doing? Wasn't there a time and place where we kind of set the temple for the whole country? It doesn't feel like that anymore. It really doesn't.
3: Well, I don't mean to destroy you, and, I, and I'm not going <laughs> uh, to destroy you. But, but I mean, you, if you, you, know, you look at another city's artwork, mm-hmm. and you say, that's glorious. We would love to have something like that, and you make a replica of it. I think that's the, the highest form of flattery, right?
2: Why are we flattering other cities?
3: I, 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 don't, I don't have a huge problem with it. I, I think it's a, good, it's a good roast because I think you're passionate about it. I'm just uncertain as to why you're so passionate about it.
2: Well, because Chicago, if, if you've been, I don't think you have, right? I
3: have been many times.
2: Okay. So Chicago, I think a lot of people would call like a, a New York light version, correct? Very light. So why are we then looking to their playbook? Don't they look to ours? Isn't that how that goes?
4: We've lost our identity, is what you're saying.
2: That's what I'm saying. All right, I don't think we set the pace anymore. I think that's that's what this week. What so we found the, out.
3: We're, we're not the cool kid anymore. We're the follower now.
2: I think we are the cool kid, but I think we're I think we're veering off the path. Is what I'm saying.
3: All right. I, I mean, listen. It's a good solid roast. I don't know that I 100 percent agree with it, but it's a good it's a good way to start off the roast. Uh, all right, let's 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 continue along. Let's go to the phones, one let us go to Aaron in the car who wants to roast someone on the station. Aaron, good morning.
6: Good morning, guys. Shout out to the company. So on this very special triumphant return to the morning roast, I've channeled my inner Andrew Dice
3: Clay and written two nursery rhymes for you guys. Today. All right, be careful. Raymond. Finger Fingers right on that hovering, button. Hovering over the button. Right, right. Not, I don't want you to hover. I want you to be uh, on it. Go ahead.
5: <laughs> I, I, listen, I've been cleared by RJ. Don't worry. All right. Who? Oh.
6: Santiago 6 sat on a wall. Santiago 6 had a great fall. And all the Bustelo and all the tweets back
5: couldn't get a playoff win for poor little old Dak. Oh! <laughs> that's good. <laughs> I love that. Well done. How long did that take and you to write? Very nice. Now I second. Mary, Mary,
6: quite contrary. Peter Rosenberg, he's so damn hairy. Oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what are we doing, though?
5: I don't know what that no What's that noise, Raymond? That's, that's a wheel. P- that's Peter, apparently. <laughs> 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 no, that's a pig. It says Peter. That's <laughs> Rosenberg? Oh, my God. Wow,
3: that's quite the uh, What's happening here? The octaves. We, we, we It's like Animal Farm at the station. <laughs> I've gotten pickled and I've gotten porched. Oh, well, wow. I don't even know what that means. Um, <laughs> Raymond, why don't you go ahead and give us your morning roast?
4: I can't imagine he's bent to the bean.
5: Oh, dear. That's a dollar. <laughs> what <are> we doing? <laughs> what? It's a landmark. Is a landmark. Is a landmark. All right. I kind of touched on this yesterday, and, and it's it's appropriate because of the call we just had there. Because I got, I've got nursery rhymes written about this cowboy lack of success for Dak Prescott, Jerry Jones, and everybody. You saw what Jerry Jones said the other day. He accused the Eagles and the Rams of putting it all in, going for their Super Bowl, but that he's hesitant to do that because you can quote-unquote empty the bucket and he quote-unquote prefers to be right in the middle where the Cowboys have been for a while <sighs> Jerry I, I, I I've kind of the last thing him, you want to
3: be is in the Super Bowl I mean it's but that's it
5: but that you know it, it almost seems like that he legitimately feels that and you know, I've, I've accused him of not wanting to go the extra mile over the last few years it to, to, to me to Jerry Jones cares more about the brand of the Dallas Cowboys, and as long as they're making more money than anyone else and they're more recognizable than anyone else, he's perfectly fine with them making the playoffs once in a while and getting all the eyeballs. He doesn't necessarily need a Super Bowl. He thinks he's won his three, and he's good to go. No matter what he tells you, he says he sits up on a pulpit and says he'd write a blank check to win a Super Bowl any given year, but but he's lying to you. And, he, and he's also completely off base when it comes to the Eagles because that's a th- that team is the same age as the Cowboys. It has... Twice the cap room. It has two, first, two, round more, two picks, first round two picks. Two first round picks next oh. year. You know, like the, the Rams. Okay, they definitely mortgage the future. The Eagles did not. The Eagles are going to be good for years to come, regardless of whether or not the head coach is getting a free ride. Shout out to Julian Love. And by the way, I do kind of agree with him a little bit there. uh But it, it's just every year, like my frustration just grows and grows and grows with Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys. And it's not necessarily the players. It's well, it is kind of the coaches, but Jerry Jones is the one who hires them, and I don't think winning is important to him. I don't wow. think winning is important to Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys, and it's extremely frustrating. Wow, that's
3: that's very roast-worthy. Good job by Raymond. Now, there's a man on the line who wants to roast me. You probably want to go there, right? Ray? I think we have to. All right, let's go to Bernie in Virginia. Bernie, have at it.
6: Dave, I'm roasting you. Your whole shtick has got to be an act because no one is this big of a rich, elitist, punk I guess it's only peons teons who have to take a day off to celebrate a family wedding or bar mitzvah or birthday. And all your parties are on Saturday nights. And, you know, since Rick is performing the ceremony, I'm assuming the groom is a close friend of his. I hope that guy's listening and he comes to the station and calls you outside for talking smack about his wife on her wedding day. And I'm sure you just apologize and say you didn't mean any disrespect because you're only a tough guy behind the mic.
4: Oh, Elitist
3: punk. You, 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 you don't wow, wow! I'm not an elitist punk. I'm a man that cares about other people's feelings and, and and their time. And like I said, this elitist punk didn't do a Labor Day bar mitzvah because it didn't work for everyone else. I don't want to get in the way of their time. I can have my opinion, Bernie. He just lit you right up. Well, whatever. Wow. Now well, he's got to live in Virginia, so. Oh. Now you're going to take shots at Virginia? Well, I mean, come when on. does it stop? It doesn't. If you're going to come after me, I'm going to go after you in spades, Bernie.
2: <laughs> Bernie! <laughs> Poor Bernie.
3: I mean, really. What Dave
4: hurt that, that hurt. that one hurt Dave. I can tell.
5: Uh, all right. Uh, I'll go. You, right,
4: he's you just
3: a punk. <laughs> he is. He's a punk is what he is. All no, right, right, you're the punk. Uh, I'm not a punk. Um, I don't know how you feel about me going after someone at the station. You I thought lo- I was going to go to the. You thought I was going to go Empire State Building. You thought there was a chance Sirianni. No, I like this person very much, but I think this is a real weaselly thing to do. Um, Rick, when you make a wager, do you pay the debt off? Always. And do you pay the debt off until completion?
4: Until you're fully paid off, right?
3: What was there a stipulation in the wager between you and Alan Hahn that at some point he could get rid of the? Um, Han and Humpty tattoo? No. Well, that's what he's on the verge of doing. Here is Alan Han. He's on noon to three and the show is elite. Excellent with Bart Scott. But what he says about the tattoo is kind of gross and very roast worthy. Here is Han wanting to cover up the tattoo.
1: So I bought one year. I think it was just Haunted Humpty at the time. And I bought us. Keep talking about your ex. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm all ears. <clears> Turn the page. You and Carlin hanging out at Seaport earlier today. Change the. Don't page. think I don't no. hear things. No, listen. Don't don't, don't t- think listen, I listen, don't hear. Listen, the people listen, text me no, and they're no, no, like, listen, listen. Don't hey. break. Don't break up your ex. Just so you know. Don't, don't bring up your ex. And Bart then and, try and Carlin spin were it. hanging out. Don't try and spin it. So I bought a glass backboard hoop with breakaway rim. Yep. And we would shoot. And it was cool. I don't know where it is, by the way. We got to cover that up, really. Yeah. Like, it's about time to cover that up. Dina Hinn, do you want to let them know about the... The tattoo, I know. that's that's going. That's tattoo leaving. Tattoo that I have. Yeah, that's leaving. That we might need to figure... That Dad, has like, a statue of limitations. Is it time? Is it time to
3: cover it up? Or, or do I just add a Barton Hahn logo over it? Wow. Was the wager you made five years and then do whatever you no. want
4: with the tattoo no no it was it was a lifetime of the tattoo
3: and by the way wouldn't you think of anybody at the station that would feel uncomfortable with him having that tattoo it would be me Hunt and humpty doesn't exist anymore but that I, I i'm fine with that he lost the wager he should have the tattoo
4: yeah right i mean the show i mean it was a great show close friends he lost a bet he made a right. stupid bet lost made a dumb bet what was it yankees mets bet it was Yankees Mets bet, yeah.
3: <laughs> and you took the Mets and you won, right? How great is that? How nice is that? That makes it even sweeter. Good for you. Well, and and you know what? Now he wants out. Sorry, pal. That's that's the definition of a tattoo. No, it's Bart's, forever.
4: Yeah, right. Bart's playing him too. Stop it. I mean, Bart's still off gallivanting with Carlin. It you all know, he cares? wants this I tattoo so sensitive
3: up. at the station. But there you have it. My morning rose go right after Han. You make a wager. You lose the wager. You get the tattoo. You keep the tattoo. You don't start going with a, a new tattoo. Right? Who is it that did the Winona Ryder tattoo and then put wino forever?
4: That was uh, Johnny Depp.
3: Yeah. You know what? Sorry. There's no wino forever, Alan. There's no wino forever.
4: All right. Yeah, he covers that up. I mean, our relationship could be.
3: I think it dies. I think it slowly, slowly dies. You enjoyed the guy that went after me. but the guy that's going to go after you? I'm not most people. Noah in Bergen. Noah, please take as much time as you. Possibly need on the morning roast.
6: Oh, oh, I will, Rick Dieterupipo. You have come up with many good, solid takes. Your takes are usually great, but the way that you have worshipped at the throne of Tom Brady over the last few days makes me sick. You and I are about the same age. Tom Brady has been a thorn in Jets fans' sides for over half our lives. And you're just, ooh, Tom Brady, he's the GOAT. He's the greatest. Mm -hmm. I love him so much. (laughs) It makes me sick. I hate Tom Brady. My seething hatred for him burns with the heat of a thousand suns. How can you not feel the same? Good riddance. Goodbye. You're a jerk. You berate your teammates on the sidelines. You're a cheater. You're a liar. He is horrible. Goodbye, Tom Brady. Rick, do better. Wow. Wow. Spicy after you.
4: Yeah, it was spicy. I may have been a little over the top with my. uh,
3: I think you know what I think it is? I think you appreciate greatness, and, and he defines greatness.
4: He does define greatness. I wrote a song about Tom Brady that wasn't nice. It was a nasty song, at least. You want to sing it? No, it was. A, we have it. It's. A, I. I like flat balls, and I cannot lie. It was the whole deflategate <laughs> thing. It's funny.
5: Found it. Play uh, it. Can we hear a little?
4: Not hearing
6: it. Oh my God. Oh, that's Ricky, right. Cassie. Cassie made an ball. appearance on it's this. Just so flat. It looks like one of those Brady guys' footballs. Who understands that Brady guy? he only talks to them because they totally take out the air for him. I mean, that ball, it's just so flat. I can't believe the PSI. It's just so down there. I mean, it's soft. Look, he's just so deflated. I like
4: flat balls and I cannot lie. You other QBs can't deny that when a guy walks in with an itty bitty case and a flat ball in your face, it gets slung. Calling it cheating is tough when you notice that ball is stuffed. Deep in my mind, it's not cheating. I'm hooked, and I just stopped caring. Ooh, ooh maybe they'll catch you and check your pressure. My homeboys try to warn me, but that's all, right, all you Ray. got. Time to call my attorney. Ooh, pump wow. up the
5: skin. You say you want right, to be Ray. my
4: friends? So don't accuse wow. me. Wow. Accuse me, because I ain't that. All happy. right, Ray.
5: <laughs> I thought it was worth playing. That's very
3: entertaining. Um, all right, and let's let's finish up with uh, the man who invented the roast. The proprietor, and that is one Rick DiPietro. Have at it, my friend. All right,
4: here we go. I am going after a man who has been all over the news lately for all the wrong reasons. A man that has no respect for other people's genitalia, apparently. I'm going after Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks. Started with Shannon Sharp. Called him a blogger, a regular pedestrian, as if he didn't know who Shannon Sharp was. And now the ultimate disrespect is to punch a man in his no-no bits, which he did to Donovan Mitchell and started and started a big fight. Come on, man. Like I I'm all for mixing it up, but he knew what he was doing. He swung over and hit poor Donovan Mitchell right in right in the junk. You can't, you got to be better. Be better than that. It's unacceptable.
3: Yeah. Not a good look. Not Terrible a good look. look at all. That's a nice that that I thought was a nice foray back into the roast. I think a lot of people got roasted today, yeah. Yeah, I think appropriately. RJ's right. was a
4: little bit sketchy, but besides RJ's, I thought it was solid.
3: So you agree that RJ's wasn't great?
4: I, it was uh, it was something that's been on his mind clearly for a while now.
3: It felt it, you know what it felt desperate is what it felt.
4: It felt
2: desperate for a guy that you didn't even know. Han said that. Let's just pull back the curtain until I told you in your ear. How about that? So you had no roast, unprepared, <laughs> and Rick, no passion. If there was no uh, you know not, <laughs> naughty bit punching last night, you had nothing. You were too busy d- distracted with a one p.m. wedding. I was going after on Thibodeau before the no, naughty now bit punching. No. The, that's both a of roast. You, unprepared. How's oh that? My,
3: better? You know that? V- you know what I'll say. This roast or this attack is better than your original
2: roast (laughs) unprepared and no regard for planning for the show how's that i
3: can i do this at least you're listening to dph on rothenberg on ninety-eight seventy sp and wepn fm new york here's the thing better late than never here's the it's within the five minutes you jerk
2: nope 15 seconds late go on (laughs) should i roast you for not knowing time
6: Oh.
3: what else you, got? You, you know you know what you should roast yourself because i was prepared to do it and you jumped over him and started well at least i did this at least i did that when i was ready to do the id <laughs> That's
2: all okay we're on we're on eastern time i'll explain how time works to you one day what 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 happened so you come up with an
3: awful uh, there's a there's a statue in chicago known as the bean <laughs> and I'm, we have what, a bean you know, in new york it's it's and hi- I, and it's, it's, it's awful
5: it drives me crazy i can't sleep at night because of the bean I'll explain. it's highly ignorant that you don't know about the bean
2: yeah the one it, the, the fact that you don't know about the bean because you've never gone west of you just Albany. roasted
5: architecture
2: <laughs> you want you want you want to explain the calendar to you next after we get through time or you want to save that for next week too much we'll to say that for next week okay good <laughs> next week's
3: lesson you're gonna be a great dad oh, this is, i'm just this screaming is. at people for no reason well,
2: i'm not screaming you're the you're, one you're screaming
3: you're getting nasty
2: <laughs> it's listen it's always there
3: thanks for listening to the
1: dpatro and rothenberg podcast I think they're listening to me.
4: They're everywhere.
1: Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. <laughs>
6: Woohoo! Over here.
1: Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Pray for you to get Aaron Rodgers. How's that for a yes? Friend? Thank you. Um, and then you, then you pray for me. Because I saw this yesterday in the Daily News, and I was not thrilled about it. Uh, Giants offensive coordinator Don Wink Martindale is considered one of the front runners for the Colts head coaching job. No. As round t- I'm, I'm reading you the headline. Does he have any connections there? Apparently, he really wants a job. I'm just hoping that Jeff Saturday bowls over the owner and they can't say no. Well,
4: it sounds like, it's, listen, it sounds like from what I what I heard is that the owner wants Jeff Saturday. If it was strictly but he's up but him. he's the
3: only one that wants Jeff Saturday and he's getting pushback
4: yeah
3: yeah well I wonder why do you think he, other than he knows him and he likes him why would he want Jeff Saturday
4: because he knows he knows him and he likes him
3: <laughs> so you have a guy that took a, a, a tremendously deficient defense and made them respectable or a, a Guy that was the offense coordinator of of Daniel Jones or you know other really bright football minds and you're going to stick and I hope he does with Jeff Saturday,
4: that's what it sounds like that's what he wants to do, that's weird stuff, it's I mean he's
3: a weird guy isn't he he really he really is that's that's weird weird stuff uh, all right I have a read then we got to get to the calls and we have plays of the week it's O Rewards bonus points month at O'Reilly Auto Parts where you can get two three or four times O Rewards points on select purchases. Those bonus points can help you get to your next reward even faster. You receive a $5 reward for every 150 O-Rewards points earned. Use your reward on your next purchase. Shop and earn points to get rewarded. Now, if you're not an O-Rewards member yet, signing up is quick and it's easy online or in-store at O'Reilly Auto Parts. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go to Scott in Rocky Point. Scott, you're next up on 98.7 ESPN.
6: Hey, guys. Yeah, I got a question uh, regarding Aaron Rodgers,
5: uh, his willingness to come to the Jets. If they're dead set on keeping Zach Wilson, could that be an issue? I mean, uh, no. Rodgers clearly didn't like that they no. drafted Jordan Love, who was supposed to be his replacement. Now you don't think so? No. no. Zero chance.
4: No. I, I think that him and Zach Wilson story. get along.
5: I got a funny story about my son, if I, if I have a quick second. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so I've, I've listened to the show for years, but before, you know, back when it was hot, humpty, canty, and uh, I've listened ever since my son was born, and he's, uh, he's about a year and a half now, and he's starting to make animal noises, dinosaur noises, and every time they play the drop uh, with Dave going, Roar! He he roars back at the nice. There it is. There it is. There you go. <laughs> Love you guys. Oh, that's Roar! great. Uh,
3: see, You see what we do? We're appealing <laughs> to the youth of America. The one-man zoo. That's right. Uh, I... <laughs> Have you seen the movie that's coming out, by the way? I thought it was a. I thought it was a joke. Cocaine Bear?
4: Yeah. No, that's what Ray Liotta's in
3: it. Yeah. Why would they make that movie?
4: That's a true story, isn't it's it? It's going
3: to be the last thing Ray Liotta's ever done. His legacy cocaine ends bear. With Cocaine Bear. Is that based on a true story, Raymond? Yes. It is yes, based, it based on a true story. Is. Yes. It's a bear that found like a, a plane that went down full of cocaine.
4: And the bear loves the cocaine. And the but it bear goes just, crazy,
3: right? He loves the cocaine, wow. and it makes him go obviously crazy. Yeah,
4: I can't imagine going to that one. Bring the kids to that one now, especially after Ray Liotta just to blatantly try to wheel my wife in front of me. Right? I can't right, believe, like, I can't right believe he, att-
3: he attempted to steal your wife.
4: But he was confident that it was going to work too.
3: Really? Really? Like yeah. he was swinging it when he when swinging he went it. into play, swinging
4: really? it. Oh my god! Throwing compliments, it was gross.
3: Really? Ugh that actually now listen you, you hate to speak poorly of the deceased, but to go after another man's wife in front of that man or girlfriend or wherever that's 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 not top shelf stuff that's no, that's
4: introduced weird. as the husband too it wasn't like just some like this oh, is so you some were guy. you were
3: already married yeah I was
4: I was there as and introduced to him as the husband
3: and he, he just he said, took it as a challenge right, I don't know care effect. I'm Ray leota <laughs> yes
4: Whew. No effect on him at all.
3: That's really unfortunate. Let's go to Danny in Long Island, who I think speaks for everybody. Good morning, Danny.
6: Good morning, guys. Uh, a couple of things. First, it just hit me uh, square in the uh, face right now. That Tomorrow morning, I've been listening to you working uh, during my workout, during my five-mile hikes. I've been listening to your voice for, like, many years. And now, I, last week, it was okay, but it wasn't. Dave, so uh, if I give you my cell phone number, about, can you give me a call tomorrow about 930 in the morning? No. You can talk me through my workout. We can have no. a, I can give you a stump. I, can, no. I could do a rant. No, nothing? well, it depends
3: because on I could, it. Would there, I mean, I'd have to charge you a large fee.
6: <laughs> no, it wouldn't be worth it, but I, no. I don't want to see you naked. But uh, <laughs> quick, another quick thought, if I may. Uh, and, and I, I, I'm reviewing, by the way, t- tonight starts the uh, 24 hours of uh, Super Bowl highlights on ESPN. The great voice of John Fasenda as we sit home in this freezing weather. Who didn't even uh, like football, to- by the way? He wasn't even a football well, guy. Right. Was not football. Was not a football guy. He was a he was a, he was a voiceover guy. And now we get to hear him for the first uh, fourteen Super Bowls, I believe. But listen, I was I was just reviewing uh, uh, Johnny Unitas. So, because I'm looking at all the records that uh, that uh, Brady has, Johnny Unitas was the old man in Super Bowl three. He was broken. He was 33 years old. Huh. He was 33 years old. So Tom Brady basically has had a has doubled the career of Bradshaw Montana. And the uh, United because of his, because of the health and the rules that now apply. When you talk about the hits that Joe Montana took, and I saw that hit that bra- that that that. Uh, that- the, the quarterback for the Patriots took, whatever his name was. he thrown oh, out of the league today. Yeah, Danny, we got to run
3: because we got to get to uh, plays of the week, but the one from Mo Lewis on Drew Bledsoe. Yeah, huge hits. You don't have hits like that. If you do, guys will be thrown out of the game. All right, Raymond, sorry to cut you short, but go ahead. It's your plays of the week.
1: These. Who's the baby half? I'm the baby. I only sit when I pee at home. God bless you. Are the plays of the week. All right, bye bye.
5: We'll make do with what we have. We started the week off with the debacle that was the Empire State Building lighting itself up in uh, NFC and AFC Championship game winner right. colors. We know how Dave feels about it. He, he could not be more disgusted with any inanimate object, is what it is. Uh, foam Pot was not working properly on Monday, as Dave can attest to. Let's go to Iron Staten
3: Island. Let's go to Iron Staten Island. Oh, no, I hit the wrong one again.
5: That's nah, okay. I don't blame you. It's difficult you know, it to K-K push the button. He it all week long. It's difficult pushing the buttons here. Wait, 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 it's okay, it's okay. Tuesday, uh the one man zoo as we talk about Dave Rothenberg. He was added again. They say don't poke the bear. Poke it. Go ahead, poke it. Dave wants you to poke it. Uh he also turned down RJ's idea of if, if you're in the Red and Jeopardy, you uh you owe them money. Let's hope that Dave never goes on the show and asks about dead or alive. Ask me three dead or alive. <laughs> Go ahead. Wednesday, happy birthday, Cass, because if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't have the Rick that we all know and love today. So once again, happy birthday. It was also a very busy day because for, for the first time on this program, we had major breaking news. Good
2: morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring
5: for good. Congratulations, Tom Brady, on a fine career. And Rick loves you so much that it some all of, over him. some mm-hmm. of the callers out there for some reason. <laughs> You know, why don't you
3: answer the next one? That's not my segment. Well, what is your segment?
5: Rick's segment is the Thursday Open. He was brilliant on it, as it's always. Not a, it's not a segment. It, Listen, he's he's brilliant on it, like he always is. So that is a segment. That is part of it. And that's the answer to your question, Dave. What also happened on Thursday, Coach Shannon called oh, in here again. Here we go. You, you knew Dave. Coach
3: Shannon was going to get
5: involved. Yeah, he did. And then he, uh, he did stump you, Dave. You weren't able to answer the question about the 88s in Dallas. It's okay because you, you talked about being the urinal assassin. Hi, Randy Moss. How are you?
3: I was like, I was at that game. We we crushed you. We crushed you. It's okay. 41 okay. nothing, Randy. Take that!
5: You also revealed that you may be suffering from an eating disorder. I did not
3: stomach a fat (laughs) stomach, so I am having turkey slices,
5: turkey slices, raisins, applesauce for dinner. what are we, down to 1,100 calories a day now? Yeah, uh, I had 1,140 calories yesterday, yeah. And we're going to stage an intervention for you at some point. It's going to happen. I don't have a problem. I'm doing this on purpose. You're doing this because you want to look good naked. There's a laundry list of people that would
6: line up to
3: see me naked.
5: Like
6: Claude. I, for one, would like to see uh, Dave naked. It's kind of like going to the freak show.
5: <laughs> it's very much <laughs> like going to the freak show. Those are the plays of the week. Great job, guys. See you Monday.
3: Yeah, it was a nice job by you. By the way, Do you, do you notice, Dave, Dave. Dave, Dave, Dave. Oh, Rick, Dave, 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 Dave. You make it very easy. Well, because I'm a professional and he's just here to look pretty and show off his sexy body. He does look pretty. Always looks pretty. I go away this show dies.
4: Why? Does it make you feel better to take shots at poor old me, trying to yep. get the best out of you every day? It
3: actually does. Enjoy your afternoon wedding. I'm sure everyone will be thrilled to be there at <laughs> 1 o'clock on a Friday. <laughs> Have a great weekend, everybody. We're back on Monday at 6. It's Rule 76.
4: No excuses. Plague a champion. It's DPH or Rothenberg. And... go,
3: Chiefs, go. On 9870.
4: Ah, I ah. said the <laughs>